a couple of A couple of housekeeping things. Um, it's raining um, inside and outside, so make sure that you're not sitting in, in a place that's uh, directly, uh, that's going to get you wet directly. Second thing is it's our privilege to have Carolyn Steele um, with us today. She is going to minister the word to us through music. Sometimes we'll sing, sometimes we'll just listen. If you'd like, and, and actually, actually Carolyn would prefer, if you'd like to watch, the best seats in the house are these two rows over here. We were, we'd thought about moving the organ, but we've, it's been a little touchy lately, and so we we're afraid to. But I'm serious, if you'd like to watch her play, which is part of the, which is part of the thing, head that way now. Before it, come on, if you'd like to go, go. Okay, there are, um, there are three or four places where we will be involved, and so I need you to take a look at the program that you have in your hand. You'll also need a hymnal to, to make that happen. Okay, so there, there should be a hymnal in front of you, so make sure that you have one in hand. Uh, um, Carolyn has some things that she wants to say to us before we begin. Go ahead. Good morning, my name is Carolyn Steele. I'm, <clears throat> I'm a longtime Nazarene who happens to be playing in a Methodist church. <clears throat> I wanted to give you some, um, just some little notes um, ahead of time regarding the music. I don't want to make it an ed educational lecture at all. I just think it helps sometimes to understand what you're hearing or singing uh, if you know a little bit more about it. So let me just briefly go through a few things, and I hope that the music that we sing and we hear today will bring us encouragement and uh, awareness of God's Word with us. Uh, you will notice that I have included the scripture passages on your, uh, uh, on your uh, bulletin. I consider my most important task as a church musician uh, to, be, to help us all to sing our faith. Um, since the Middle Ages, the organ has been used to accompany singing and um, uh, perform religious works in the church. The organ has evolved through those several hundred years, as we know, but it is still a viable in instrument for us. Uh, an interesting side note is that pipe organ builders are still flourishing in the U.S. <laughs> uh, 
There are three hymns that we're going to join together and sing today, and we'll do it without a conductor. We'll, we'll, uh, uh, you'll notice that the second hymn is uh, going to be women, men, organ. It's, it, so you'll need to watch your notes on that. Uh, let me just tell you a little bit about John Cook, who wrote the fanfare. He was British and moved to Canada and eventually became an organist in Boston. Uh, his fanfare is inspired by Psalm 81. Then, of course, Johann Sebastian Bach. His compositions serve as a benchmark for all of organists and singers as well. His sacred compositions reflect his strong, <coughs> excuse me, his strong faith. For at the end of most of his sacred compositions, he added Soli Deo Gloria, which means to God alone glory. Uh, Bach's personal Bible commentary had many handwritten notes in it that are just so interesting. For him, like Luther, music was to glorify God. After the Bach, we will sing, O God, Our Help in Ages Past. Um, and then, uh, Now Thank We All Our God is the next one by Siegfried Karg Ehlert, who was a German composer of the 20th century. Uh, and I'll tell you a little bit more later. But I just wanted to kind of introduce you to those uh, pieces and tell you that we will be singing the great hymns. Take your hymnal and turn to uh, reading number one. And stand, please. And, and we'll make this reading our, our invocation, our prayer to God. Let's read it responsibly. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us come before him with thanksgiving. For the Lord is the great God. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The sea is his, for he made it. Come, let us bow down and worship. For he is our God. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Now we'll sing hymn number 110.
I just want to say a few things about the um, the next few pieces. What time is it? <laughs> okay. Um, the next piece is. Uh, you will see through the text a story of uh, Christ's death and resurrection. And Paul Mons, who arranged this in a very clever way, uh, is still living, as far as I know, he's quite aged, but he's a, a, a Lutheran um, uh, minister of music who has just been so creative through the years, especially with hymn festivals. The next one... Um, by Fred Bach, who died a few years ago. Um, he was the organist at Hollywood Presbyterian Church where um, Lloyd Ogilvie was the pastor for many years. He, uh, he had so many talents in um, uh, everything from the classical to the jazz to the, he, he, could, he could do it all. <laughs> then David Sherwin uh, is a prolific present day composer. Um, and then we're going to sing the hymn, uh, The Church is One Foundation. The music was written by Samuel Sebastian Wesley, who was a grandson of Charles. He was also known as the English Mozart. Uh, then to end it, Richard Purvis uh, was well known on the West Coast as organist at Grace Episcopal Cathedral in San Francisco.
Take the hymnal again and turn to reading number 667. Let's stand, we'll read this responsively, and then follow that with the singing of the hymn. Reading number 667. Because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. Now in Christ Jesus, you who were once, who once were far away, have been brought near through the blood of Christ. He has made the two one and has destroyed the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing in his flesh the law with its commandments and regulations. To you who were far away, Consequently, you are no longer aliens and foreigners, in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling place in which God lives. Stand and we'll sing the hymn together. Mm -hmm. 